You are listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting a coach. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look of what the support system experiences, but no one discusses. So grab a drink, sit back and listen, because we're about to get real. Hello, everyone. Hi, friends. Hi, welcome back. We are so excited to talk about this episode. Yes, we've gotten a lot of questions actually in our inbox about this specifically. And I think honestly, it's close to our heart because we've had to really adjust to this over time. But we're talking today about friends and family, knowing your routine, the calendar, and really just having to adjust to this whole new lifestyle as a football coach's significant other. Yeah, and so this works for, I feel like this conversation could be, I feel like in all sports. I mean, I I hear about baseball, like being crazy, like schedule, um, hockey, any of those. So we are just speaking on our experience from football so far, but um, this is all about friends and family, like learning to accept. And I think this is the hardest one. Oh yeah. This <laughs> is so hard. I'm sure everyone out there has their own stories of what's kind of gone on. And, you know, we don't have the answers to this one, I feel like. <laughs> no. And I think the hardest, so the hardest question I think that you get asked and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Brittany, but people always ask why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is like, it's the most like obvious answer because it's football season because it's baseball hockey whatever but people don't understand or they just aren't aware of like you don't just get to take a day off yeah or go you know go see family in the middle of the season or go on a vacation or even go to like sometimes like events you know I think that's the hardest part is people just expect you know in a normal nine to five corporate job you get to take a day off, request a day, have a personal day, sick day, whatever. Like, there just isn't that in football. No. Like, you're sick, you still show up, <laughs> I feel yeah. like. Yeah, and I think my friends, um, my friends and Carson's friends are still coming around to it. Um, of course, I've only, this is my fifth season with Carson, but he's been in this um, for a while now, and I think his friends probably are more used to it than I have yeah. been. But um, it's just that scheduling, and, like, people don't really understand, like, your friend's you know, still have lives and their plans and things that they have going on that they want you to be a part of. So it's really hard, I feel like, in the beginning. Yeah, I feel like in the beginning for me, um, this is our fourth season, or this will be our fourth season together. But in the beginning, I really, I had no idea. And I've talked about this in the in the calendar episode as well. Like, I just didn't understand the schedule behind it all. I didn't understand that you would have to be on off weekends there and not be able to, like, go do something or have a weekend off. Um so I think when it really hit me the most was, um, there was a couple times, I guess, but for me, my brother got married a couple years ago and it's really hard having to go to a wedding by yourself as it is, I feel like, but especially when it's a family member, you expect to have your significant other with you. Everyone kept asking me, oh, why can't he come? Why can't he take the day off? I'm like, first of all, it's a game day. <laughs> Second of all, like, it's just... Even if it wasn't a game day, he it's football. Like, he can't come. And it's really hard to get people to understand, I feel like, that that aren't in it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And that one's a tough one. I think weddings, like, any formal event, especially when a wedding is, like, centered around love. Yeah. And you're having to sit there and you'd be like, well, this is, you know, this is hard. Um, I just think that, you know, the weddings are a tough one. Um, I personally... Where I got kind of hit in the face with how this works is was at a um, 
work event party. It's when we lived in Kansas. Um, I was still, this was like third season in and he and I will talk about this in a minute, but setting expectations <laughs> yes. for how to attend events. But um, I was under the impression that it was going to be okay, that he was going to be able to go. And this was an event where it was, everyone was dressed up. It was for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up going to the event and he had said, you know, I last second, like last second, he's like, oh, we're going to be at the office late. I can't. And so I lived 45 minutes away from the office at that time. I was commuting. And so the whole drive there (laughs) and the whole drive back, I'm just like fuming because I'm just like, why? And it's like a Friday. And I know that was selfish of me looking back because I didn't get it, obviously. But I think you just have to learn to set that expectation correctly so you're not bitter and angry (laughs) when you're going to an event by yourself. But it's honestly completely normal to feel that way. I don't feel like... It, you know, you are going to have those feelings. And yes, it's it's okay for us to say from the outside looking in, like, don't have those. Don't be bitter. But it is going to come up, I'm sure, here or there. So, like, just mm-hmm. some tips and tricks that we've learned along the way is, like, not setting expectations like you were saying. Like, that's just... Yeah. I think it, it just, it takes the pressure off of them. And when we say don't set expectations, that doesn't mean, like, don't... <laughs> in don't, life. Don't in life. Set, and you set the bar real low. <laughs> like, no, we're just talking about, like... For an event, especially when it's during your season, whether it's spring, fall, summer, whatever it is, I think that that puts so much pressure on your significant other and yourself for your relationship to be like, hey, I expect you to be there. Like, I really want you to be there. And then there's like that guilt trip afterwards when you can't, when they can't attend. And so what we're saying is basically have that conversation before the event when it comes up, um, especially if it's during the season and say, you know, hey... The way that Carson and I do it, and you guys probably do it too, is I say, like, don't tell me you can make it. Yeah. Don't tell me. Because if we get up to that day and for, I don't know, some magic reason you get off early, you are going to look like the hero if you show up to the event without telling me. Like, you know? so It's more exciting that way. Yeah. (laughs) And then you don't feel like you're, you're hoping for something and then it doesn't happen. I feel that way. I do that in life now. Like... I try, I'm such a planner, but I try really hard not to like plan every single little detail out because I feel like if it doesn't go perfectly as planned, it throws off everything. Mm -hmm. It just makes your day or your week or trip or whatever, it just throws it all off. So in general, I feel like I've really learned that and especially with football, it's even more gotten hammered into me. Like just kind of go, like have a plan, but kind of go with things. And if he can't come, you're already expecting he's not coming. And then if he does come, woohoo, you can have more fun and more time together. Yeah, I think that another thing is just like with family, um, it takes a long, it took a long time for my family and Carson's family to really like understand the schedule of things because for football season, um, or I guess any, I guess it doesn't matter what sport, you're going to miss a holiday no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really hard because growing up, you know, if you're not a part of a sports family, it's like, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, those are huge family times. And so there, even last year, like we had a game um, that was in thanks, like on Thanksgiving and it was in Seattle. And I remember me and one of, <laughs> one of my friends, like Cassidy, mm-hmm. um, she was at uh, Washington State as well. 
and we had a full Thanksgiving dinner by ourselves. Yeah. Like, in a restaurant. And it was kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah. We were, like, this full feast, like, at Maggiano's mm-hmm. <laughs> by the hotel. But you just, that becomes your reality. And you have to choose, like, how you handle that. Like, yeah. When it happens. Yeah. But. And on the and on Christmas, yeah, <laughs> this is a, this was my first Christmas away, and this was really really hard for me this past year because my my family's not huge on Thanksgiving. Like we celebrate it together, but it's never usually like the same tradition every year. We kind of just go wherever we go, and Christmas is really really big for us. And we always go to Boston every single year. I get to see my family pretty much that only time is is on Christmas, so it's huge for me. So having to go to the bowl game. And I had to work too. So I didn't even really have the excuse of like, oh, just let him go and you get to like go with your family. I had to go because I had to work as well. But we ended up in a bar um, by ourselves on Christmas, just me, you, a couple other girls. Yeah. um, Because the guys were at practice all day, basically Christmas Day. Yeah, for the bowl game, we just kind of sat there because (laughs) it was like, it was just kind of awkward timing of this bowl game, but I just remember sitting there and I'm like, wow, this doesn't even feel like Christmas. No, (laughs) it doesn't. It's a little weird. (laughs) And that was hard. I feel like that's, I mean, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to, it's going to stink a little bit. Like, we're not trying to tell you like, oh, everything's perfect and you're just going to act like it doesn't happen. But I feel like over time, hopefully, I mean, I don't know that much, but hopefully it gets better. (laughs) And um, we've heard from other people that it gets better. You make your own new traditions. I think um, for me personally, Drew, his family grew up this way. So his dad was a college football coach and high school football coach. So this was, this was his way of life hotel um Christmases was really normal for him so his mom would bring a Christmas tree they would do Christmas in the hotel that was like their own tradition and I've kind of talked to him about that before I'm like how do you like how does that feel like Christmas to you you know and I think it's just about how you put your mindset to it how you frame it because for me that was super hard and I think once I kind of had a conversation with him with you with other wives it's really more about how you look at it. Mm -hmm. And I think that once you change that mentality of like Thanksgiving or Christmas has to be this, I think it has to be this magical, very like built up of a holiday. And instead of just breaking it down and be like, you know, it's who you spend it with. Yeah. Um, the people that you're surrounded with matter the most. And it's hard. I mean, like having, you know, all the Christmas and, you know, Santa and the cookies and all these things. And um, especially for kiddos, I bet it's so, so hard. And I think that it just comes down to um, changing your perspective of like, okay, who are we surrounded with? We're surrounded with people that love us, love the sport, um, you know, and so you just kind of take that into that perspective. Um, but even Carson's family, um, they come and visit, they love coming to all the home games. And so mm-hmm. speaking with them, I, I asked them, I was like, you know, the, you've been in it longer than me. Like, they were around <laughs> way before me in the picture um, with football. And I asked them, you know, what is the hardest um, thing for you to adjust to when you come to visit for a home game? Because when they come and visit, um, they stay for a couple days, like, in-laws, you know, <laughs> stay in the house. Mm-hmm. And then they leave. And so his mom, Barbara, said that the hardest adjustment was not being able to see him after the game. And so they have to go straight to work. And that's a big adjustment is like you win this game or even if you lose, you just want to go hug your loved ones or see them. And so they just go right into the office. And so... 
for them, it's like they traveled all this way and they're in the stands and they can see their son, but they can't like physically <laughs> connect like after yeah. the game. So that was something that's hard for them. But over time, um, they said that the people that are going through the same thing, whether it be the football wives, like in their families or girlfriends or fiancés, whoever, and then like even the players' families... You kind of, since your tickets are normally, like, near each other, you learn to surround yourself with them, and that kind of becomes your your yeah. filler to the void. Right. Yeah. And how does your family deal, I guess, with it? it was it hard adjustment for them as well? Because they weren't, they weren't in football mentality yeah. ever. No, so it was a big adjustment. So they, they had to really, I guess, adjust to the fact of me not coming home for holidays and why... I was choosing football and supporting a game over going home Mm -hmm. for the holidays. So since I think it was just a big adjustment to be like, hey, I have to be here at this, even though to them it's this is a football game. Like there's a million football games versus, you know, hey, you're missing this holiday and why can't he just come? And so over time, um, it's tough. I mean, it's a tough transition to understand, but I feel like it's just all – a work in progress, like over and over every single season. So yeah, I think, I think it's just for anybody giving advice. Um, it would be to, I, I think two things, set that expectation of what we're talking about. And then with your friends and with your family, just try to like grow and be on like common ground of like, hey, this is what's happening. Like this is the way it works. Right. Yeah. I think just trying to explain it to them and honestly, maybe bring them around. Like have them come up to a game, friends, family, have them go to an away game with you. I think it's really more, at least for me, when I was first getting into the whole football world, being there and seeing it, I was like, oh, okay, this is why you're not able to come home until this time. You know, like you're able to see it a little bit more from a different perspective. I think that's definitely important. I think also just surrounding yourself again, like we always say, we preach this all the time, but with your network and with your people, because they get it. And so during this time, like those are the people that you're going to be around. You want to be able to have those relationships so that when you are missing Christmas and Thanksgiving, you do have that support system. And you know, it's a different Thanksgiving and it's a different Christmas, but you at least get to spend it with people that you care about, that love you, that you guys can still laugh in the fact that, hey, you know, this is a weird year. This is a weird Christmas, but we're going to sit in the hotel room or sit in the hotel lobby and drink some drinks and enjoy it (laughs) and pretend that it's, you know, pretend that it's a merry, merry Christmas. But you and Drew were long distance for a long time before you moved up there and and had that transition. And I think that's even harder being long distance in the middle of football season because timing is always off. Like communication is so hard Mm -hmm. because you're usually going to work. And then if you are lucky enough to be in the same time zone, which you guys were, um, then, you know, you can communicate a little bit better, but the schedule is a little bit off. But did you have a hard time with your friends because you were so long distance? Yeah, I think that was really hard for me. Um, I ended up actually like gravitating towards people that were single, like my single friends and hanging out with them more because I, I almost felt like I was single, like not in that sense, obviously I had <laughs> not like, woo, not like yeah. woo, I'm single. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, like I almost, you know, it almost makes you feel a little bit better because when you are with your friends that are couples, of course, I love all my friends, husbands, significant others. There's nothing. I I don't want to not hang out with them because of their boyfriends. But I ended up hanging out with my single friends a little bit more, I feel like, because I could, 
I could just really connect more with them on that level and not have to feel like, dang, I'm really missing him right now. I think when you're long distance, it's not like, oh, I get to see him tonight. So it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. Um, like it is now when we live together. You know, if I have to go somewhere by myself or I'm the only single person or not single. I shouldn't stop saying that. I'm the only person (laughs) that doesn't have a significant other. Um, It's not as weird because I get to see him that night or the next day. But when we were long distance, it was really hard because I wouldn't get to see him for, like, another month. So it just makes you miss them more, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard, too, when your friends are dating other people. And then, like, you you do. You have that person. And then it's almost like you're just talking about him all the time to your friends. And you're like, oh, he said this because I totally did that. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, when I saw Carson last weekend, we did this. And they're, like, you know, in the moment because they're with their person. And so when we would go to, like, dinners, they would be like... Like all the couples and then me just, you know, at the at the head headmaster <laughs> of the table because it and it should be not that big of a deal. But when you're sitting like at the table and you just see all these people, you're just like, it's kind of a bummer. You're just like, I want to be with my person. But um, I think, again, it comes down to perspective and maturity, because back then when I was going through that and learning about the schedule, I was not mature. <laughs> enough to to really even make a stance on this because it comes down to like you can either be bitter and upset or like you can face this like I'm gonna go to this dinner with my friends Mm -hmm. like yes I don't have you know my significant other but you know they love me for me regardless if he's here or not so I'm just gonna embrace this time with them I guess right yeah yeah you just try not to think about it I think in the like I said in the beginning it was really hard when we were long distance now so much I I could care less but I think um, the other side of it is that you always want to have, like, you, you want to be able to, like, spend that time with your friends and you don't want to, like, feel better and I feel know. upset about it. So <laughs> it's like, well, what would you rather do? Sit at home by yourself or go out with your friends? Yeah, and I think us just, like, talking about this, the whole change your, like, perspective thing, we are not the best at it by any means. I feel like it's not like one day you wake up and you're like, I'm mature and I totally get this mm-hmm. and I accept all the sacrifices that I have to make. And I think that um, the sport itself takes a lot, yeah. no matter what sport it is. It takes a lot from you. And so you have to constantly be like heart checking yourself like, okay, how am I feeling on this? And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, like in all I really this. do too. I think another really hard thing for for like the whole friend side of it too is that Um, I was, you know, trying to get Drew to meet my friends and meet my family because we were long distance. So that was really hard for me to be like, okay, he's so great. And my friends are like, yeah, we've never met him. Or my family's like, some of my family still hasn't met him just because of how things line up. Like I said, we, we visit them in Christmas time. So I think that's the hardest, that was the hardest part for me in the beginning was like, well, like just wait till you meet him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, they don't really get to know them. And you get to know your friends, significant others pretty well because they're around a lot more. I think that's really hard to be able to be, you know, trying to sing their praises and be like, they're really great. I really want you to hang out with them. I think, you know, you just kind of miss out on some of that time. So for me, really what was important with that was when he had time off in the spring or in the summer, we would go home to California and we would try to spend as much time with my friends and my family and we would then go to his family and his friends so that we could really just get to know those friends and family on a different level when we were able to spend like undivided attention with them. Yeah I think that with the whole summer break like the vacation time that they do get it's spent a lot of like like dividing it up between Mm -hmm. you and your significant other then you have your family and your friends and I think that it's a double-edged sword because like 
all our family lives in Texas, like even his side and our friends. And so when we go, we have to schedule it out because it's like you're trying to make as many stops as possible with this time. Yeah. And so you learn to like kind of, you know, chisel off like, okay, we'll we'll have like three days here, three days here, whatever. And I think that you come to like just kind of go, go, go instead of like <laughs> actually having, enjoying. Yeah, enjoying it and checking it off. But that's hard too if they're all in different states because then you have to commit to like, okay, yeah. we're going to travel and go here. We're going to do this. But I, I really do think it's like worth it because <laughs> I mean, when Carson and I were first dating, we worked like in the same department. And mm-hmm. so I've mentioned that like in previous episodes, but um, my parents and my friends like back home, they wanted to see who he was, but he was on the field, like, every single, you know, every single game. And so I would stand with my clipboard in the corner for marketing because I was doing stuff on the field as well during game time. And I would take a picture of him and, like, zoom in and circle his head and be like, there he is. That's what he looks like. Like, that's him. Because um, there was no time. So, yeah, yeah I just... I think that that's so true, like very important. When you do have that time off, almost like embracing like, okay, if we're going to be a part of each other's lives, like let's go meet my support, my crew back home or I don't know, making it a point to do that. So yeah, I think that's great. But we just wanted to cover friends and family. If you guys have any questions at all or anything that we missed by chance, um, please let us know. Um, Follow us on Instagram, send us a message. Um, even in our Facebook group, <laughs> give yes. us a shout. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this on more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.